You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And it is time, folks. It is time. You are listening to America's Web Radio. I am Victor Armendariz, and this is the On Point with Victor show. Uh, this is going to be fun, folks. I, I tell you, it's not often that I can get such breaking news that I got on the way to the studio that uh, just really made me pretty much laugh all the way to the studio. Um and I'll explain that. <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is going to be one of those days, folks, when I, I had a whole show planned and pretty much just toss it out the window because uh, I have to talk about what's breaking right now. So if you have not heard, uh, and literally, folks, this broke like 10, 15 minutes ago, um, Cuomo. You guys all know Governor Cuomo in the great state of New York. And, and I say the great state of New York because I love New York City. I love Manhattan. Um, I hate what the liberal, progressive, Democrat, socialist has done to that city. Um, it really, really just, just, it, it just troubles my heart and saddens me. Uh, when I see what the left and what politicians have done to such a great city, I mean, the history of New York is amazing. Uh, Manhattan, the, the five boroughs. I mean, it's just an amazing place, folks. Ellis Island. I mean, the history there uh, is just amazing. And then for it to be bastardized and, and basically is being destroyed by the left over there, it's sad to see. But you never know, you know, out of, out of some ashes before came Giuliani. So maybe, maybe when they get rid of Cuomo, because folks, Cuomo is done. <laughs> I mean, you can put a fork in that dude. He is done. There ain't a Democrat, liberal, socialist alive that's going to be able to save this guy. Uh, there, there's not a, a, a brother on CNN that's going to be able to save, uh, Governor Cuomo. And, uh, so maybe, maybe the people of New York will, get some sense like they did when they elected Giuliani. Maybe they'll elect someone like Giuliani. Who knows? Uh, but uh, but anyway, folks, if you haven't heard, so there is a, and this is this is what so, okay, what what Cuomo is accused of and, and, and what apparently what he's done, um, it is not a laughing matter. Uh, so don't misunderstand my, my <laughs> what might sound like jubilation to you. Um, don't misunderstand what he's accused of doing and, and what it looks like he's done uh, is a horrible thing. It's just terrible, it's especially coming from a person of that's that's welding or wielding uh, political power. Uh, and this is something to Democrats, folks. One day you guys are going to understand or you're going to trust me or you're going to figure it out for yourself that the biggest abusers of power is the political elite in Washington. And most of them are liberal Democrats. And, and I'm sorry, folks. That's just the way it is. And now on display is Governor Cuomo, Democrat in New York. And uh, there, and, and what the beauty of this is, the attorney general who who did the who led the investigation and just uh, presented the findings of the investigation in I think a 168 page report or 163 page report. Um, this attorney general is not a Republican; she's a Democrat, and she's black. So you've got a black attorney general who is a Democrat in New York 
who just absolutely did, I mean, she did one heck of an investigation, it looks like, on Cuomo, because what is in this report is quite damning. And it's not just a report with no uh, evidence or facts. The factual basis and the evidence and, and the thoroughness that this attorney general and her two lawyers, now she went and got two independent lawyers to help her investigate and, and uh, this case and, and write this report. And I'll tell you, folks, it's, it's, this is something else. But this was a, a report that looks to be very thorough and backed up with evidence. And uh, this is why I say that Trump's days, uh, Trump, that uh, Cuomo's days are numbered. And and everything they accused Trump of, everything that CNN, MSNBC, ABC, NBC, uh, PBS, uh, all of them, everything for four years they were telling you Trump was guilty of, it looks like Cuomo's guilty of. And and even worse things. Um I, you know, what you need to remember as you go and you and you start to see the news and as you read through, maybe maybe for yourself, read this report, read this investigation uh, and read what he's accused of and then read the evidence that follows the accusations and the corroborative evidence. Um, I mean, it's not one, two, three or four or five women here. I mean, it is it is a lot of people who have come forward. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Uh, but I can't wait to see the flips and tosses and turns. And I mean, the aroundabouts that the media is going to do, or, or will they? I mean, <clears throat> even the sycophant media out there that is CNN uh, and MSNBC and you know the media that's left, the left mainstream media, even they maybe will realize that they can't cover for Cuomo. I mean, they try and cover for every Democrat they can. And they covered for Cuomo for four years, They've, or more than that, but they've covered for Cuomo during the COVID. I mean, this was the absolute worst governor, one of the worst, if not the worst governor reaction to the uh, corona Wuhan virus. That would be Cuomo. But the media put him on a pedestal and tried to convince you that that Cuomo was the guy. Cuomo was the best governor in the country, and Cuomo was the best response, and look how good he's responding to COVID. You know, the media, just remember all those things the media told you because they turned a blind eye to what they knew were coming. And let me tell you something. Any media outlet out there that, that has an ounce of any kind of journalistic or journalism left, they knew this was coming. And, uh, and now it dropped today. This report dropped today. This investigative report from the attorney general in New York, uh, dropped today. And, and, uh, the evidence is damning. The accusations are damning. Uh, what Cuomo did, I mean, Cuomo even, uh, assaulted a New York state police officer in an elevator. And that was just one of the times. I mean, this guy is the quintessential example of a politician abusing his power. And I tell you guys all the time, the I told you last week, the number one purveyor of misinformation is Washington, D.C., led by Democrats and establishment elitist Republicans. And also I've told you that the most uh, abuse of power, some of the biggest abuses of power are coming from Washington, D.C., mostly led by the Democrat Party and today's current Democrat Party. 
and so now you're going to see you're going to see look at what Cuomo is is uh, how he's gotten himself into some major trouble and how he abused his power. He an elected official, folks. Remember the elected officials. They're there because we put them there. They're there because they're there to represent we the people. They are not there to assume worldly dictatorish powers which is what they often try and do. There's example after example after example going on right now today uh, that's been going on ever, especially ever since 2020 of these Democrats trying to seize as much power as they possibly can. And they're, they're absolutely abusing power. So Washington in itself is just a cesspool of abusement. And now you've got these Democrats in these different states and look at Cuomo is the best example that we can give today of abusing that power that is trusted to him by the people. Now, I am hoping and praying that the people of New York will wake up and maybe, maybe at the bottom of the hour or so we can get a phone call from uh, one of the listeners in New York uh, because we've got some great listeners in New York. So maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get one of our favorite listeners up there, Mark the Shark. Maybe he'll call in um, to talk about this. Because Cuomo's on his way out now. Cuomo's probably going to fight this. He's this man is is obsessed with power, and like I said, if you want to see what it's like for a Democrat to be obsessed with power, just look to Cuomo and look how he handles these accusations. Look how he handles. There is so much evidence against this guy, but he is he will not. I mean, maybe he'll resign, but I highly doubt it. This guy is going to look for cover from the media, but I'm not so sure he's going to get it. Now, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun to see if CNN even tries, even tries to cover for him. Uh, They can't trash the attorney general because she's black, woke, and a Democrat. So they can't trash the source. Now, they can try and go to all these victims and trash them, but these victims are women. So that makes them part of the woke group. So it. this is where I say why I say it is so funny. Because we're going to watch the Democrat media uh, toss, turn, and and try and, and, and maneuver to cover for him. But I just don't think they're going to be able to. Uh, they, you, like I said, you can't throw the black attorney, Democrat, woke attorney general. You can't throw her under the bus. Uh, the victims are women. You can't really throw them under the bus. Although, don't worry. They'll try, especially if they're white women. Um or if they can show that any of those any of those women didn't vote for him, then you know they'll cast them aside. Uh, but the point is, is you need to watch how the media handles this. What do you think would happen? And this is all you have to do is ask yourself this one question: What do you think would happen if this was Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, who truly is the best governor in the country right now? Uh, but what do you think the media would do? If Ron DeSantis, if his attorney general in Florida just came out and and had this devastating report accusing Ron DeSantis of, of being a womanizer and abusing power, what do you think the media would do, folks? They would be all – it would have been zero to 100 in record time be calling for his uh, ousting. They would be calling for his head. They'd be calling for his him to resign, and they'd be calling for the Florida State Legislature to impeach him. Um, my goodness, they'd be marching in the streets. But watch what they do with Cuomo. Folks, do you remember what they did to Kavanaugh? Look what they did to Kavanaugh. There was zero evidence, zero corroboration, but they vilified 
Kavanaugh. Now with Cuomo, you've got tons of victims, tons of evidence, tons of corroboration. And watch the media tumble and stumble and and maneuver because they're not going to want to go after him like they did or like they would a Republican. And And how horrible, how horrible is it that you're CNN, you're supposed to be a news organization full of journalists, and you can't come out and tell the truth of this story because... He's one of your guys. If you're a news station and true journalist, you don't have a guy. There's only the news and the factual um, leads that, that and the factual investigations that, that, that make up the story. That's all there should be. There shouldn't be sides. But that's what you have with CNN. They're not a news organization, folks. They are a Democrat organization. And to watch them try and cover for Democrats is pretty laughable. But to watch them now see how they're going to handle Cuomo. This is going to be fun, folks. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. Hello, my name is Rick White, and I'm the director of the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. I want to encourage all Georgia veterans to consider being nominated to the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. And if you are a Georgia veteran, and the definition of a Georgia veteran is either you were born in the state of Georgia, or you've lived here 10 years, or you were raised to right hand and joined the military in this state, you are considered a Georgia veteran. For further information, go to www.gmb. HOF.org, or you can contact me at 678-427-0915. We'd love to have your nomination for the Georgia Military Veterans Hall of Fame. Thank you so much. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. So I won't get – I'm not going to spend too much time on Cuomo. He doesn't deserve it. But, um, but folks, listen. I mean, really, 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 I want you to ask yourself, and I really want you to pay attention. If this was Ron DeSantis or any other Republican governor, ask yourself what the media would do. And you know what they would do. Uh, my Democrat listeners out there, because I know you're out there, uh, what? ask yourself – what would your sycophant media that led by Democrats, what would they be doing? What would Washington be doing right now? What would Biden be saying? What would Kamala, Guatemala Harris be saying? What would Pelosi, Schumer? They would be fighting themselves and tripping over themselves and hurting one another to get to the microphone first to call for the impeachment 
of a Republican governor if this news had a broke and been about a Republican governor. But you're not seeing that. You're not seeing that. They are in crisis mode right now. You've got the White House Situation Room probably on red alert right now, not because the border's wide open, (laughs) not because uh, we're supposed to all be afraid of the Indian variant, which is they will call the Delta variant uh, because they're so woke now. Um, they're, They're not because China's making all kinds of aggressive moves, not because Russia's making all kinds of aggressive moves. That's not what the White House Situation Room is on red alert for. They're on red alert because they're trying to figure out how to deal with their beloved Democrat governor who is about to fall and fall hard. This man has done just about everything that the Democrats, like I said, accused Trump of doing. He is the person that they've accused Trump of being. Um, they go out, the Democrats do, and try and tell you that every Republican is a, a uh, power-hungry, racist, sexist, xenophobe, homophobe. All of those things that they tell you about Republicans, well, my golly, once again, a Democrat is the one who is actually has actionable actions of all of those things that they accuse the Republicans of being. Now, in, in Cuomo's case, it's it's elitism, it's power-hungry, it's power-abusement, and it's womanizing. Um, and and those are all bad things. And Cuomo is looks like he may be guilty of all of them. So now, look, folks, we got we everyone is is innocent until presumed. <laughs> presumed innocent until proven guilty. Uh, But right now, the evidence against Cuomo is not looking good. Uh, This is such a damning report. It's so damning that the uh, leader of the New York State House, Democrat, uh, has already come out and said, we can't ignore this. This looks really bad, so bad that I'm referring it to the Judicial Committee. Now, folks, when that happens, that's headed straight to impeachment. So they're going to probably give – that basically was a signal to Cuomo, you've got days to resign or we're going to impeach you uh, because that's how bad this is. And so when you see a Democrat in the State House of New York who immediately came out and said, I'm referring this to the Judicial uh, judicial Department, then you know right there that they can't run in cover and they can't give Cuomo cover. Uh, So – and you've got – You've got a group of Democrats and want to get rid of him anyway. Um, you know, there's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that people don't know about Cuomo and his abusement of power. Um, I mean, uh, folks, a lot of this will come out. Just mark my words. This is just the beginning. This womanizing business is just the beginning. The 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 people who have been afraid for years to come out and speak out against Cuomo, well, there's blood in the water now, and they're going to come out, and they're going to start talking, and so this is just the beginning, just the beginning. But I want you guys to remember what, what the, the biggest thing to take away from this is how the Democrat Party and how the media treats this different, and they will treat Cuomo different than how they treated Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh, who was an innocent man, Never proven guilty, never any accusations with any credible uh, credible evidence. There was no corroboration, nothing. And they vilified that man. They vilified that man right in front of his young daughters and his wife. I mean, they tried to destroy that man's family. And they tried to destroy him, not because he was guilty of anything, but because he disagreed with them. That's how the media treats Republicans. 
but you watch how they try how they treat Cuomo folks and that is what you need to take away from this and again ask yourself what would they do if it were a Republican governor what would they do if it was Ron DeSantis folks they're already trying to destroy Ron DeSantis and and sadly enough the establishment rhino Republicans are also trying to destroy Ron DeSantis uh, so imagine if this had been Ron DeSantis they would be screaming to the top of their lungs for his head Where's the Republican? Has any Republicans come out uh, for Cuomo's head yet? And where are the Democrats? Where's Hollywood? I had a good listener from uh, from Atlanta, Georgia, just chime in and said, where's Hollywood? Where's Hollywood? Now, folks, remember this also. Remember this, and then I'm going to move on. Remember this. You were told last year, and you were told all the way up until the election of last year, that Andrew Cuomo was the guy you were told he handled covid the best you were told that the man who literally killed old people the man who literally sent elderly people to their grave you were told that he did the right thing you were told that he handled covid you were told that because andrew cuomo got on tv every night and played footsies with his brother on cnn and cut jokes you were told that he was great you were told every day that because cuomo every week could sit in front of a a powerpoint presentation and give a bunch of gobbledygook uh, about covid19 you were told that he was the great that was how to handle covid not the guy. Now, you were told President Trump was a buffoon. You were told President Trump was a doofus. You were told President Trump had no idea what he was doing. President Trump, the guy who single-handedly removed red tape so we could get not one, not two, but three vaccines. And I won't get into the vaccines right now, but there are three vaccines, and they do work, folks. They do work. Uh, if you're elderly, if you're obese, they work. If you're healthy, you probably don't need it, maybe. Um, if you're young, you may not need them. But the fact that the most vulnerable pe- people have a vaccine today to fight one of the worst uh, outbreaks that we've had in years and years and years, we have those vaccines because of President Trump, not because of Cuomo because of president trump but you were told that cuomo was the guy that cuomo was they gave cuomo awards they the man who killed elderly people they gave award folks listen listen <laughs> i'm really gonna wrap this up i promise but this just really really just turns my derriere uh Donald J. Trump, President Donald J. Trump, moved heaven and earth to get a mammoth medical ship to dock in New York with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of beds so he could help with the outbreak of COVID in New York City. Donald Trump moved heaven and earth to get ventilators. Remember, Cuomo? Remember, folks? Look. We need ventilators. Where are my ventilators? That's all Cuomo could say for days. But Trump, President Trump is the guy who moved heaven and earth and got ventilators to, to uh, New York City. And why didn't New York City have ventilators? Well, they didn't have them because Cuomo and that other dirtbag de Blasio ignored all the science and all the reports that were given to them for years before 2020 that were telling them you need to ramp up you need to be ready for an outbreak you need to be ready if there's some kind of terrorist attack or natural virus we need to be ready for it we don't have the uh, ppe we don't have uh, ventilators we don't have any they were told that folks they were told you won't hear that on cnn but they were told that but cuomo no cuomo couldn't be bothered with that 
because he was too busy writing Black Lives Matter or painting signs on the streets. And so was de Blasio. But then you get to the outbreak in 2020. You get to the Wuhan virus and New York is in trouble. And you had Cuomo on TV every night. Where are my ventilators? We need ventilators. Well, Donald Trump, President Trump stood up. He's the guy that got them the ventilators. And he got them this mammoth ship. And President Trump converted the Javits Center into a makeshift field hospital. But what did Cuomo do? Cuomo didn't even use the ship, barely used Javits Center. But he sure did send those old people who were positive cases of coronavirus, COVID-19, Wuhan virus, and sent them to the old folks' home. They sent them from the hospital to the old folks' home, and they had a record number of deaths coming out of New York. That was because of Cuomo. That is the Cuomo legacy. But you were told he was the best ever. You were told that he did everything right. Not DeSantis, not Abbott, not Kemp, but you were told Cuomo did it right. And you were told to go buy his book. Cuomo didn't have time to save the elderly, but he had time to write a freaking book because this man wants to run for president. Well, those days are gone now because he was also, he didn't have time to save elderly, but he had time to write a book and he had time to abuse the crap out of some women. And now that's going to come back and get him. And so to watch, just watch what the Democrat Party does. Look, folks, I'm not angry. I'm just right I'm just right. You know it. I know it. The American people know it. You watch how the media handles Cuomo. You've already seen what they did to Cuomo. They knew this was coming, and they still told you he was the best ever. They told you that he handled COVID the best. And they knew that this guy was was a bad dude. And now watch how they run and duck and cover. Watch how fast they try to get this uh, this story out of the news and out of the mainstream. You watch, folks. You watch and just remember how they treated Kavanaugh and how they treated other Republicans and what they would do if this were a Republican governor and not a Democrat governor. So I'm telling you, folks, one of these days you're all going to learn. <laughs> so, all right, we're going to move on a little bit. Uh, we probably got to go to another break. All right, we'll take the next break here. And uh, when we get back, I'm going to get into some more breaking news, and you're going to want to hear this, folks. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctor's conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. Uh, folks, 
<laughs> so the original breaking news I wanted to start the show off with is, uh, oh, let me put it this way. Uh, apparently climate change is over. We've won. Um, COVID is over. We've won. Uh, all of those th- those two major issues, I mean, they're, they're, they're solved and done. I mean, that's the breaking news today because – and how do I know this? Because Barack Hussein Obama, you know, previous president, uh, <laughs> President Obama, uh, he is going to throw a big old birthday party for himself. I mean, this guy, you know, look, folks, you guys know that he's a narcissist. I've told you he's a narcissist. Well, it's going to be on full example uh, as he throws himself a big old 60th birthday. So why is climate change over and why is COVID over? Well, because Barack Hussein Obama, President, all right, I'll, I'm going to be nice. You know, former President Obama is going to throw this huge birthday party. He's invited 500 guests, 500 guests. It goes against everything the CDC and the Democrats are telling you and me. You and me can't do this, but President Obama can. 500 people are invited and that is not just the total. There's going to be 200 servants. Let's call them what they are, folks. 200 workers, servants, uh, will be attending this, to, to, will be working this party to take care of the 500 elitists that are showing up to, to wish Obama a uh, happy birthday. Uh, so here we are, folks, in the middle of a time when you and I are being told that the Delta variant is going to kill you. Uh, you're being told that you need to run and hide. You're being told that you need to go back in your obedience mask. You're being told that restrictions are coming and maybe lockdowns. You're all being told that. The media was in full force this weekend. But President Obama can have a 500, well, 700 plus gathering to celebrate his birthday. Now, folks, listen. Look, President Obama can do what he wants. He's a private citizen. I don't care. And I wish him the best, and I hope he has a great birthday. And I personally don't blame him for having a birthday party because right now we need to be back to normal. We, This country needs to be fully open, no restrictions, and back to normal. We will deal with COVID or any other flu virus, as we always do and as we do every year. We can deal with this now because we have the vaccine. And if the vaccine works like they say it works, which honestly I think it does work, um, then why? what are you afraid of? If you're vaccinated, folks, I mean, do I need to give you the logic on vaccines? You don't go take a vaccine shot in the arm because you want to protect me. You take the shot in the arm because you want to protect you. And if uh, half this country is vaccinated already, they should have nothing to worry about. According to the CDC and to Dr. Fauci, according to what they've been saying, and if what they said is true about the vaccine, then those who are vaccinated have nothing to worry about. And those who have have had corona already have nothing to worry about. So, so folks, understand this and understand the hypocrisy here is what I'm getting at. Like I said, I don't care what Obama does. I hope he does celebrate. He should celebrate. Uh, but this man, Obama, and the Democrats will tell you, and were just telling us the other day, that we can't do these things. We can't gather. We need a social distance. Now you got to go back on your mask. But you think these people in Obama's party are going to be wearing a mask? Hell no, they're not going to be wearing a mask. Uh, but, folks, I am not kidding you. The 500 people that he invited to go to his 7,000-square-foot mansion. Folks, in case you didn't know it, President Obama has a, a, a 
over $12 million mansion. And it ain't in Harlem. It's not in Chicago. It's not in, in some bad uh, minority city run by Democrats. No, no. It's in Martha's Vineyard. I don't know how much wider you can get in the neighborhood that he's in, but that's where Obama's mansion is. 7,000 square foot mansion or so, over $12 million. And this is Obama, the man who tells you you've got to wear a mask, the man that tells you you've got to social distance, the man that tells you that you've got to go move to that inner city and and deal with the crime. Just deal with it. Don't be a racist. This is what you're told. And all while you're being told that, the elitist, like Obama, see, remember this, folks. Remember, all these restrictions and the mask and all this crap is for you, not for thee. And I've told you before, this is how socialism works. Socialism is for the people, not the socialist. Socialism is for the peasant, not the rulers. The ruling class, the elitist, will always be above the restrictions and the pain that you and I, the peasant, will have to bear. You've got to remember that. You've got to remember that. And so this is on full display, folks. You can look this up yourself. Uh, President Obama about to have a big bash, 500 guests. And uh, 200 servants because Michelle Obama is so oppressed that she could only get 200 servants. <laughs> only 200 people could be workers. Uh, and I, I, who knows what they're paying them? And I mean, I'm sure, I hope they're paying them well. I mean, I, I have restaurants around here. You have restaurants in whatever city you are that cannot find enough people to work. But the Obamas sure did find 200 servants. <laughs> so, I mean, whoo, boy, that Michelle, her, her oppression, man. I want some of that oppression. I mean, she's so oppressed, she's got 200 workers that are about to serve her party and her guest. Now, man, I want some of that oppression. Give me that oppression. Man, I mean, I'm just not oppressed enough, apparently. Uh, but uh, this is what's going on, folks. This is what's happening. This is what your Democrat leaders, elitist leaders do. And this is what they do every weekend. And when they get busted, they hate it. They blame the journalist. They blame the journalist for putting out the story. Uh, so, I mean, um, it's all there for you to see, folks. All of this hypocrisy is there for you to see. And if you can't understand that the Democrat Party is not for your well-being, the Democrat Party today, today's Democrat Party is not in it for you. They're in it for them. Today's Democrat Party is all about power. And unfortunately, and I'll get to this later, uh, the establishment rhino Republicans are all too willing to help them. And uh, in fact, you know, I think the title of today's show, which I I know is just shows out the window uh, because of the breaking news. But um, originally, this show was going to be about uh, the rhino Republicans and how they're about to screw us again. Uh, But um, I'll try and get to some of that in a little bit. But now I know some of you are asking me, I can see it already. You're asking me, well, what about climate change? How is Obama's party getting rid of climate or how, how does Obama's party prove climate change is over? Well, folks. First of all, it's a $12 million-plus mansion on the beach. If Obama truly believed in all that rhetoric BS that he spouted, um, all the, the, the ridiculous climate change rhetoric that he uh, uh, regurgitated for eight years, if he believed any of that, do you think he would have spent $12-plus million to buy beachfront property? Remember, folks, climate change is going to wipe that beachfront out. Climate change is supposed to have rising waters and a way bye-bye-bye beach. Uh, climate change is supposed to bring stronger hurricanes, bye-bye beach home. Oh, but apparently, apparently, climate change is so smart and so affected, it will miss and dodge Democrats' million-dollar mansions. Because 
President Obama, despite all that mess he told you so you would vote for him and for his high taxes and you would live in misery so he can live in elitism, all that mess he told you about climate change, folks, why doesn't he believe it? Because you don't believe that mess that they spout and then go buy a 12 plus million dollar piece of property on the beach because that's where his house is on the beach in Martha's Vineyard, folks. Like I said, not in the inner city of Chicago or inner cities of New York or the inner cities of D.C. No, no. His house, his mansion, 7,000 plus square feet. It's on the beaches of Martha's Vineyard. And uh, folks, if you listen to what the Democrats tell you about climate change and what you're doing to the planet, they're telling you the beaches will be gone, but not according to Obama, you see, because he just he spent over $12 million on a mansion beachfront property in Martha's Vineyard. And not only that, folks, not only that, here's the biggest kicker. Here's the biggest kicker and why I'm saying climate change is over. Do you think these guests of Obama's for his birthday party, do you think they're going to come fly by by a JetBlue or Southwest or Delta? No, 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 no. These elitists can't do that. Then they would have to go through security, and then they'd have to go get a, a, a rental car or a or limo, and then they would have to get driven all the way to Martha's Vineyard. Oh, no, no, folks. You see, where Obama lives, there's a private landing strip. And these guests are going to be coming in, and it's going to be the who's who's of private jets. And if they don't own their own private jets, trust me, they're going to be on net jets or um, some type of uh, net jets outfit. They're going to come in on a private jet, and it's going to be the who's who's of private jets because they've got private landing strips, folks. So they're telling you, you shouldn't fly commercial. You damn sure shouldn't fly a private plane. Folks, these are the same liberals and socialist Democrats that used to berate Rush Limbaugh because he had the audacity to spend some of his money on a private jet, a Gulfstream 5 to be exact. A beautiful jet. They called Limbaugh every name in the book and accused him of killing the planet because he has a, he had a private jet. But now, all of them all of these 500 guests, I guarantee you, every one of them are going to arrive on a private jet for President Obama's birthday party. So what happened to climate change? Clearly, following the logical line, climate change is over. We've defeated it. Because Barack Obama, President Obama, is about to have a birthday bash, and his guests are going to arrive on a private landing strip in their private jets with not a care in the world about the climate. You see the hypocrisy, folks. It is on display for you. I, I cannot, I can't say it any better. Maybe I could, maybe I could. But you, you, you can't, no matter what I tell you, you're seeing it in front of your eyes, folks. You're seeing the hypocrisy in front of your eyes. From Cuomo, the way they treat Cuomo, to the way they treated Kavanaugh, to the way they treated Trump, uh, to the way now look at, uh, at at what they tell you you can't do because of climate change. Everything you do, my gosh, if you go have a steak tonight and drive a car, an SUV, you're killing the planet. But they, the elitist, the elitist ruling class Democrat can get in a private jet, fly to their private landing strip, and live in their 
private 7,000 square foot mansion on the beach. The one that they're telling you and I, you're telling you and I that that beach isn't going to be there because we're killing the planet. But yet they're going to go invest well over $12 million for their piece of that beach. Because apparently their piece of that beach isn't going to get uh, going to get flooded or or from rising waters, and no hurricane's going to strike it because climate change <laughs> it just knows to avoid a Democrat, I guess. Uh, and all those private jets, all those Hollywood guests and political guests and and who, uh, whoever else elitist that they invited, they're going to arrive on private jets while telling you that you need to bicycle more. You need to walk more. You need to eat less meat. You see, folks, it's all about control. All of this is about control. And one day, one day, you guys are going to do what I did years ago. You're going to walk away from the duplicitous, hypocrite hypocrite Democrat Party. One day, you're going to walk away like I did. It's, it's got to happen, folks, because you cannot keep deceiving yourself. Um... Your eyes aren't lying to you. You can see what they're doing. And, uh, David, you look, you might have a comment. Well, quite frankly, not on what you were just saying because I was out of the room. Okay, well, take but us to another direction. I, I'll, I'll take you another direction. <laughs> I, I, I can make you a millionaire almost overnight. I like if, the sound of that. If you're interested. Not very much so. <laughs> if you become a dance instructor for the Democratic Party for answering <laughs> questions... <laughs> you you will become an overnight success and millionaire. You know, I probably just, multimillionaire. Probably multimillionaire. <laughs> and if you're lucky, you might even turn it into a B. Yeah. You know, I just talked to your senator's office. Uh-oh. <laughs> Mr. Warnock. Oh, great. Uh, I You know what? I'm sorry for that, Dave. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and his aide, uh, Sheila Robinson, a very nice lady. But, you know, have you ever noticed that the Democrats, you can ask them, is it raining outside? And they'll say, well, probably somewhere. Well, first of all, they'll do a poll. And they've yeah. got to see what the American people think about if it's raining outside. <laughs> and then they'll dance. And, like you said, they'll dance and give you an answer. And or non-answer. I addressed, I, I've left messages, and, and I must give Sheila credit for calling back. That, yeah. That's a Plus That's a the, huge plus. I can't believe she on, did. On the, on one side. Hmm. But the question is, and the thing that, and I'm begging people to listen right now, the VA, and it's not really the VA, it's the National Archives where personnel records are kept, are killing vets. Mm-hmm. I put in an application over six months ago to get my military records, some of them, not all of them, just mm-hmm. some of them. And they said it would take between 90 and 150 days, if I was lucky, to get the information that I needed. Wow. And Texas Texas National Guard took less than two weeks to get me the same information. But this is the Army Reserve. Well, you're, and you're dealing Army. with Texas that's run by Republicans yeah. and conservatives. So, people, if you're a veteran or if you know a veteran... Go to your congressman and raise hell about the fact that the National Archives that handles all of 
it's not just military. It's all personnel records. Mm-hmm. If you've served in any capacity within the government and you have a personnel record with them, you don't have access to that record right now, nor have you had access to mm-hmm. it since March of 2020 when they threw up their hands and said, we'll take our salary, uh-huh. but we're not coming in because of COVID. Well, and that's so much – there's so many examples of that going on, David, that, oh, yeah. that in, the, in, the, in the government specifically that, um, yeah, because of COVID, we just can't do anything. Yeah, and, and – they're literally killing veterans. Mm-hmm. Uh, if a veteran wants to get benefits for Agent Orange, it's not that he can't, he or she can't get treatment to a degree, but they also have to prove that they were in a zone that was sprayed was by sprayed Agent by. Orange. Right. And if, you know, not everybody exactly carries that in their back pocket. No, so but that's going to be in records. Yes. And, and when you, but. Look at what's happened, David. We had four great years of actually really helping veterans and really helping the VA under President Trump. And now look what's happening again under Biden oh, with the it's, VA. It's, it's deplorable. Uh, when, when you can't, as a, as, a, as a veteran, go to the very hospital that they restrict you to in many cases and can't get your records, I mean, David, you've probably got real-life experience with what actually you were talking about. You know – thing is it really gets me a veteran raised his hand and gave the government a blank check saying if need be i'll give my life Mm -hmm. for my country and my flag and the government said okay joe we got your promise we're going to promise you that we're going to take care of you when you're out of the service mm-hmm. or even in the service while, <clears throat> while you're, you're in it and then if you survive we'll and take care of you afterwards we'll take care mm-hmm. of you afterwards mm-hmm. uh, somebody is letting somebody down oh. uh, somebody <laughs> ain't fulfilling what yeah. they said and promised <laughs> they're part of the bargain and you know folks well i'm l- literally begging you if you're listening Please take the time to call your congressman. I don't care who you call. You can call your next-door neighbor. But call somebody and say, listen, we've got to get the personnel records open for those that have served their government in whatever capacity it might have been. Especially the military. I mean, David, you know the way I can put it. People go and get jobs every day, and and they they'll take the job. Well, <laughs> they used to go get jobs every day, <laughs> and they put in their sweat equity, and they get a, a reward for that sweat equity. When you sign up for the military, you're giving them your sweat equity, and you're giving them a a signed paper that says, "I may not just give you my sweat equity; I may give you my life, because I'm going to do it." for the stars and stripes and old glory and I'm going to do it for the freedom and liberty I'm going to do it for this nation and and the government in return like you said David they are supposed to enter in the contract and say hey if you survive then we're going to take care of you afterwards because of the commitment you made to this country then this country will take care of you and David how many instances do we have where our veterans are not how many homeless veterans do we have there shouldn't be one homeless veteran in this country that's not right. One, not one. Uh, I, I mean, I, I hate for anyone to be homeless, but the veteran, the veteran, there should not be a such thing as a homeless veteran. Not in this country. I agree. And, uh, you know, Biden and his party of, uh, you know, 
whatever they are, wanting to fund people that have never, never done a damn thing for the country. Mm. Uh, talking about something that will grate on a veteran's nerve is that, you know, and yet the veterans are the ones that help most of these people mm-hmm. that have never done anything for their government. Right. Or for mm-hmm. their, their <laughs> the it. other person. And this, well, you know, we we can't keep going like it is. No. Somebody has to stand up and start mm-hmm. slapping people around. And it's it's sort of like, Boy, I'd know, like to be that guy. <laughs> I might need a milk crate, but I could do it. <laughs> it's sort of like our border situation. And yeah. this sounds, I'm, I know you might get some comments on this. Well, I'm getting a lot already. But, you know, I hate to say it. But in some ways, I don't hate to say it at all, in that as far as I'm concerned, they're breaking the law. Mm -hmm. They're breaking into my house, my house being the United States. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're bringing COVID back in. They're just all sorts of things. Think about it. And, um, you know, I know how some of the other countries would react, i.e. Mexico or some of the others. They would kill a few of them. I, you and know, that would stop it. You know, David, it, and you're you're right on the money there. If anybody wants to just use Mexico as an example, pull up, do some research, pull up Mexico's uh, immigration laws. They're way, way, way more strict than ours. Um, Across the country, look at even in Europe, look at some countries in Europe, look at Norway and Sweden and and these countries that uh, Biden and all the Democrats love to refer to, especially Bernie Sanders. You know, you'll hear Bernie Sanders, oh, oh, socialism works. Look at Norway. Look, you know, those countries are, first of all, they're as whitest as white can be, and and that's supposed to be a no no to Democrats, Uh, but they have very stringent borders. You can't just cross the border and live in these countries like uh, Norway or Switzerland or Sweden, uh, they demand that you show proof that you're going to be able to have a job and take care of yourself. Uh, And and but yet we are and, and there aren't people that are dying every day to to get to Sweden or Finland or 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 Switzerland or any of these other countries. They're dying to get to the United States, and there's a reason for that. And and David, to your point. How is the American citizen supposed to be forced to wear a mask, forced to to social distance? The American citizen forced to to not be able to go to a beach or a restaurant or something like that. But yet the illegal alien can come across the border and not just come across the border, be taken by the Biden administration and put into another city and given some cash and then, hey, have fun. Have fun. And or they're not required. The flown all of. They're even using military bases now to fly. And this is a, a travesty in its own self uh, to to fly some of these eagle, illegals around and put them in in a, in a lot of red states. And you know why they're doing it because they want these people to eventually vote for Democrats. Uh, but the American citizen is being forced to wear an obedience mask. The American citizen is being forced into restrictions. The American citizen forced in lockdowns. The American citizen forced to lose their business. The American citizen, which they want to force to get a vaccine. They want to force to have COVID test. But the illegal immigrant, they're not tested. They're not forced a vaccine. They're not, you know, if anybody should be forced a vaccine, maybe poke every arm that comes across the river, the Rio Grande, uh, coming across the border. But no, they want to poke the American citizen and force you and me, but they don't want to force any of this on the illegal. They want to see Why how far that? they can push us 
yeah. before we react. It's great. It's true. And it's true, David. It's true. How, how many orders they can give us mm-hmm. before yeah. we react? Before we finally hit the tipping point, and 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 at some point, folks, we've we've got to reach. You know, uh, what David is saying is 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 spot on. We're, we've got to reach that point where where we can. Uh, and and I hope it's the ballot box. I hope that we go and throw these bozos out, and we're about to see in 2022. Uh, I had a little bit today to talk about that about what's coming in 2022 because you're you look at what's going on right now with they they want lockdowns again they want restrictions again they want you in a mask they want to force you into compliance again because they want to figure out a way to to manipulate the election coming up in 2022 because they're afraid that we the people are going to throw them out on their tuckuses and folks this government has taken over, and now you think you're raising your kids, but you're wrong. Mm. Well, that's another good the point. The government <laughs> is raising your kids, yeah. and when they tell you your kids will wear a mask, they tell you when your kids can eat, mm-hmm. they tell you your ki- when your kids or what your kids can read, and it's you know, garbage. You know, it's the, the history books <clears throat> yeah. are not history books. It's evil what they're doing with education, David. It's, it's evil. Evil. You're yeah, right. Because That's they're not educating. Term. They're indoctrinating. And what? And let me just tell you how evil it is. Just to your point, uh, and folks, you've got to understand this. The the Democrat Party today, today's Democrat Party, is doing everything they can to well, just slow. Wait, just wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Your last show, mm-hmm. you you made this comment. I'm not going to call them the Democratic Party anymore. I'm going to call them the Socialist Party. The Socialist Party. I believe that's a direct quote. (laughs) I think you're right. So the Socialist Democrat Party, I mean, because they are. They're socialists today, and that's what they're doing. They are doing everything they can to make more and more Americans dependent on them because if you're dependent on them, then you're going to get a very universal income. Well, what happens in a universal income? You get very little – you get whatever money they dictate that you get, and which means you're going to get as much food. They're going to control everything. Everything and they're doing that so you can't afford to take your child out of a school and put them into uh, take them out of a government school and put them into a private school. You won't be able to afford that, and that's by design. And then they want to do away with school choice, folks. There's one party in this country that hates school choice, and it's the Democrat Party, not the Republican Party. The Republican Party. They push school choice. The Republican Party fights for school choice. They fight for charter schools. They fight for private schools. The one thing they won't do enough in the Republican Party is try and put a big, big, big nail in the coffin of the Department of Education and get rid of government education as, as far as coming from the feds. States can have the government education. Um, they should be running it, not the federal government. But, folks, every policy the Democrats are doing is to weaken you as a citizen. They don't want you to be able to afford private schools. They don't want you to have the choice of a charter school. They want you to have to force your child to go to a government school where they can indoctrinate them. Just like David said, they're going to put your child in a mask. You have no say over it. They tell your child what they can eat. You have no say over it. They're putting gobbledygook in your child's head on on uh, that they that men can be boy <laughs> that men can be women and women can be boys that that men can get pregnant. This is the gobbledygook they're putting in to the heads of your children. Uh, David, you're one hundred percent right. And the other thing is that folks you have to wake up and stand up mm-hmm. you have to uh, you have to go to the school board meetings go into your kids class and look at the books see what yeah. the history books are saying definitely and for every vet out there we say this on every veteran show we do 
for every vet out there, you are our history books today. Walking, living history. Take your grandkids, your kids, put them on your lap, and tell them what you did as a veteran. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be the gory part. It doesn't have to be (laughs) this or that. Just tell them what the flag means to you. Just the reason. Yeah, the reason why they did it. Why you signed up Mm -hmm. to risk your life for for our government, for our flag. Mm -hmm. And we started, by the way... um, yeah, I mean, you're saying exactly the right. Pledge right, saying the pledge, right? Say in the pledge every morning. And, uh, you know, you're absolutely right. And, and folks, listen, um, I would love to see this. If you're a veteran, if you're a father or a grandfather or a brother or a sister or a mother, and you are a veteran, you are currently wearing the uniform or you have worn the uniform, go to your kid's school. And when you do, wear that uniform. You want to send a a, 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 a a teacher's union goon to a cry closet? Wear your uniform the next time you visit your child's school or your for, brother's school. For most vets, there's one little problem with it. I don't know what it is about the government and their ability to sew up and make uniforms but they also they all seem to shrink in the closet there's a there must be an <laughs> international leak in everybody's right, that, in that, every veteran's closet that's a good point good point but maybe just put on that veteran t-shirt with a couple of medals and your hat maybe that'll still fit <laughs> that's a good point david all right we're getting to the end of the show folks we had plenty to get to i had lots of listeners look I had listeners. You guys are awesome. We had listeners from Florida, New York, and, and California that were chiming in about uh, about what was going on with the Obama birthday party. So we'll get into a little bit more of that next week. So, folks, you have a great week. Don't go anywhere. Locked and loaded with Raja B is coming up. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.